tap into life hi ravish thanks for inviting me to this wonderful podcast good afternoon our listeners tuning in this is ravish tamija your host the tap into life the show that takes you through life and lifestyle of the who's who world class athletes people who are making a difference to our lives who continue to uh, do things push boundaries and and bring different elements of of life together to better our lives and we are so delighted to have with us today mr manish behel who's an expert in leadership emotional intelligence mindfulness meditation and leads the mindful india summit where he's also the founder he's also founded mindful science center manish is a leading emotional intelligence expert he is also an international tedx speaker he believes in neuroscience based mindfulness teaching he is a mentor trainer a golfer and i can go on and on manish we are so delighted to have you on our show today it is our privilege to be speaking with you and i'm sure our listeners are going to take away a lot uh, from your wisdom and experience welcome to the show again Uh, thank you ravish i'm so delighted to be on your this podcast and my heartiest congratulations to you for doing this wonderful work of bringing the mental wellbeing uh, along with the physical wellbeing and it's a, it's a lifestyle issue which people are are going through and it's the need of an hour so thank you for doing all this wonderful work i appreciate those kind words and listeners um, we've all gone through last few years of uh, very challenging times it has brought forth health at multiple levels to the fore and i believe that the answers to our life are there in our day are in front of us and like like i always you know say to my team sometimes we look uh, but we do not see and i am looking forward today that you uh, our listeners will be able to see it more Uh, with manish's wisdom so manish uh, i think the best way would be to start off with uh, some um, you know uh, this is a personal journey isn't it and a personal journey constitutes a step we take every day so do tell us the steps you take every day in your journey because you are bringing a difference to the world and uh, you would have started you know you would start your day by making a difference to self first and and you know uh, what i know and and so do tell us a little bit about how your day starts how you look at you know uh, mindfulness integrating uh, uh, in your life it is already there i know um, uh, but i'm very very curious to know about your day how it starts and in general you know uh definitely a starting a day is a very important part of uh, my day to day activity i start my day as if i'm starting a new life you know uh, i remember uh, a poem by rumi where he explains that you know i'm not reading out the poem but he explains that you know life is like a a, a guest house you know every day new guest comes in and so do the life comes in and how do we welcome this new life and new day it's very very important so i take a day at a time my basic routine from very early part of my life started on getting up early in the morning i usually get up now these days about 4:30 in the morning start up with my meditation do my yoga practice till about 7 am so about 2 to 1 1/2 hour i spend time in meditation and my practice 
go for a walk or uh, um, alternatively i go for my tennis and sometime i go for my golf in the morning so my morning is pretty hectic and starts pretty early in in uh, uh, as a normal uh my work starts about at 10:30 uh, i just uh, do my my morning chores and finish off my prayers and have a, some healthy breakfast uh, eating is very very important part and breakfast i love my breakfast so i spend a good mindful 20 minutes eating my breakfast enjoying whatever is is on my plate uh, uh expressing my gratitude to all those people who have put an effort to bring this wonderful breakfast including my wife people around me and the people who are growing it uh after that my work work starts work is like a you know today work is is a part of my life you cannot separate work and life separately so it's part of my life you know taking session consulting organization designing new way of bringing mindfulness to organization individuals so these are the kind of morning routines uh, it's an excellent way of prioritizing your health well-being and get a balance to to what you are doing in a day to day life so that starts my day uh, my you know and there is a frequent breaks which i take and i will like to speak to speak about that um, also that how it's important to take that and my, and my day ends at also little early by around 9:30 10 uh, i do my meditation and that's it for my the day ends uh, that way spend some time with my family in between do my some quality time of mindful walking mindful eating listening to music and reading something interesting in the day you bring a lot of yourself and lot that one can do in a single day that is amazing thanks ravish you know uh, you have consulted with some of the best organizations in the world your organization has partnered with google it has partnered with um, harvard you know you partnered with oxford when you look at the global stage when you work with leaders you know when you look at today the topic of mindfulness at workplace when you look at your own routine how in your mind how in yourself do you see this all coming together from a leadership perspective from a you know knowledge perspective from a practice perspective from a being perspective uh, manish how, how does it all come together in your view you know ravish is a very important part when you made the first point of routine i think uh... you know the mindfulness doesn't start from the organization it starts from the day you start your day you don't have to incorporate mindfulness for workplace separately a lot of people live that way that you know i have my separate life when i work and i have a separate life in and when i i go to to come back home also now we are seeing life is getting hectic everyone you look there is a battle for attention be at work be your life partner be your kids even your smartphone and that just list goes on we tend we tend uh, uh uh we tend to think too much you know just keep thinking thinking without realizing what we are thinking and this just just goes along you know i remember the the saying by uh, albert einstein uh, that insanity is doing same thing over and over again and expecting different result you know, so the same old thinking you know, will inevitably uh, return the same old results and time after time so let's face that one point uh, ravish you would agree that you are into this uh, uh, mental health that life is getting more complex and changing what used to work for us yesterday is not working today and what works for us today probably won't work for us tomorrow especially when after the global pandemic uh, caused a seismic shift and a way we juggle our professional and personal lives you know um, as an individual itself and a leader 
we focus uh, something different than you know bringing a lot of you just brought a point of work life balance uh, i would say you know, there is no balance such as or integration today we have to talk about how we direct our attention to to have a work life harmony and uh, so so when we practice mindfulness and i will come to that a little more deeply that you know it, what is mindfulness is purposefully paying attention to the present moment with a with an attitude of non judgment and this way we actively train our ability to direct our attention to what matters in this particular moment be it task be it conversation like i am having with you or if you are having your conversation with friend or family or coworker or child or even if you are standing and watching some beautiful scenery or sunrise or sunset around you driving your car you know or the energy in your body you are a chi practitioner so you understand that you know when your mind is just somewhere else your energy and body is also not there uh, so whatever might it be during the day to be present mindfully so i have seen this you know it's very very important now as a leaders it's more important because the challenges have grown and there is a huge gap between capacity and capability so building harmony in work and personal life is in a very important mindful step Um, amazing amazing and uh, how does this link to how does this you know how does this speak to the leaders of today you know you work with organizations you advise them uh, while being aware of the need for harmony how can the leaders of organizations bring better become better at bringing mindfulness at workplace and i think it's not just about workplace right it is mindfulness into my life because my life doesn't end or start with home or doesn't end or start with my workplace i mean my life continues right life is everywhere so but but as a leader let's say you know when you are advising companies when you work with them how have the challenges evolved for leaders what is authenticity in leadership vis-a-vis mindfulness so how would you kind of you know uh, advise and what would be your uh, message to the leaders out there of large organizations in in with this perspective yeah very true ravish uh, definitely both uh, personal life after covid is equally challenging as the as the work work life and especially now the current economic climate such you see that and i'm seeing this request day after day employees are being asked to do more with less you have less resources you have less uh, things but you are asked yeah. to do more long yeah. working hour with increasing heavy workloads more data to churn more complex problem more stress to deal with you know i remember the word of mark william a professor from a clinical psychology from university of oxford and he said you know we are in a culture where the stress is a badge of honor hmm? which is you know which i feel is a very counterproductive we spend so much time rushing from one task to another we think that you are we are when we are doing this we are very efficient but we are as far as from the being efficient brain is just being too much uh uh compressed into this uh, stress and work and we are working against the grain and no wonder we get exhausted and the burnout is is a common problem which we are seeing so mindfulness enables us to relax take a step back consider the alternative perspective rather than simply reacting to the event and using you know the most primitive part of the brain to make decisions you know why i am use the word primitive you know earlier a time uh, when millions of year ago when the when we used to go for hunt, hunting or going out uh, uh 
the the brain was always active for the for the challenges or uh, safety issues yes you know maybe a saber tooth coming or a, or a, or a, a grizzly bear coming and you sure. are very actively scanning an environment constantly for the present danger uh so the gene pool which have traveled all the way to us is those gene pools and you know the organized life is very small part of that whole thing i don't think so even it's a, it's a 0.5% of total life and we have spend uh, humans have spent in an organized life so that that primitive part of brain is very active most of the time we feel that there are challenges around constantly and we can find challenge in anything you know we can find challenge in, in our workplace in our life in our children uh, anything which goes around it feels you know why me it's me on challenge so what happens the mindfulness help us to flick the switch back to the smart part of the brain and then take back the control from that primitive brain from our emotions and then enable to choose what is the appropriate response at this particular time if we let yeah. the primitive part to be active most of the time it will always work on fight flight or freeze situation but when we take control back at our our emotions our feelings our thought process at that particular time then the 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 executive part of then the ceo of the brain comes and he chooses you know intelligently based on the current data not on the data which primitive part has so this is a one of the very important aspect for the leaders to understand that you know how mindful leaders uh, can make a better decision have a better problem solving better listening more mental clarity creativity and and when i said less reactivity so this helps to regulate your uh, uh, brain it also helps your brain's ability to repair itself and grow new neural connections uh, to deal with the situation which are new and then your bounce back is far more faster and there is a this other the, the point which comes for the for the ability to take decision making then becomes the the health part of it which Nivesh, you would be very interested that you know how we are able to switch our nervous systems from uh, from fight and flight to rest and digest. You know your your basic uh, release of cortisol in body reduces dramatically. There are other benefits of the health which comes. So you know and and you know, very interesting study which I would like to share with you. The Adobe uh, found uh, in one of a study they done. that uh, businesses showed about 150% greater market share than their uh, their competitor when decision makers adopt a creative problem solving by deliberately breaking that old habit which i explained through mindfulness one of our study at netherlands also found that even small bursts of mindfulness allowed their employees to uh, to better think you know they were able to think outside of the box and come up with innovative ideas and solutions so it's become very important and that's the reason today that all world top organizations starting from google to to nhs to uh, to london parliament or even the harvard business school include mindfulness principles in their leadership programs i think very relevant points that you made um... some time ago i think it was earlier this year i was talking to a senior uh, uh, board member without uh, uh, naming uh, him he is on board of multiple large uh, companies and one of his statements stuck me and he said that during the pandemic it was not just the uh, you know general population the employees but lot of ceos lot of presidents lot of leaders were dealing with depression and anxiety 
you know it also reminded me of uh, when i landed uh, once at one of the international airports it struck me that uh, mahatma gandhi's message be the change was you know faced me right in front of me at an international airport it was it was quite a revelation for me but that statement always you know speaks to me in many ways when you look at authentic leadership when you look at uh, spreading the word of mindfulness a leader's role while it is to bring about that change and help the organization wade through uh, uh, you know uh, get through choppy waters or even the storms that hit you uh, what about themselves uh, you know in terms of their own uh, emotional um, um, you know anchors their own um, uh, life uh, to even begin to bring a change to other people right they need to be at anchor themselves they need to be anchored themselves so what would be your uh, view on the leadership looking at themselves first and then looking at the organization to bring in because once i am strong i bring a lot of strength to my organization because if i am weak let's say you know in ancient time they used to say when the king is weak um, uh, you know it is said in many different ways but um, as is the king so becomes the you know the kingdom that's right is it you know, that's great you know isn't it amazing uh, ravish what you read on the airport that on how many of us have the two sides of our personality we you know me work me home okay as if we are talking of two different people altogether as if you at the work on you at home are two different complete human being uh, this is especially a, a leadership what we do uh, where the managers feel often pressure to fit into their personality to match their role and the problem is that by acting the role of a leader those around you uh, often feel that you are being they are being lied on deceived and at the same time you are also under severe pressure of matching that role matching that personality that that uh, that you think you need to be for fulfilling the the responsibilities of that role you know i remember once in a conference one of our ceo reminded me that you know leadership is an acting it's long back it's uh, it's about 15 years back and it surprises me when when these same leaders seem shocked and confused when their employees don't trust them and they don't like them and constantly look for opportunity to another job think back in your career ravish uh, or in a history who who have inspired you most what are the qualities that has made you made them so inspiring or you get so inspired from them and i would say it's quite likely that the authenticity is is high on the list on your list that one is that that i they are authentic not the the bulldozer kind or autocrat kind what they say something mean something think something else and then do something else why you like those uh, transformation leaders because they have well developed understanding of who they are they know their strength they know their weaknesses they know their limitations to their abilities and they are very uh, candid about it that you know they they are very openly agree that you know this listen i have made this mistake can we do it a little more differently so in you know, the idea of authentic leader is not today like you said it's a centuries old a mindful leader and leading yourself and leading people with a sense of awareness identity honesty and passion not from the uh, not what what you say and what you do are constantly in conflict and that creates a lot of problem i remember one a uh, uh, good friend dr daniel goldman he also speaks people with high iq and low eq can hardly be, be authentic leaders because we think iq is a very important so we are we try to be smart leader 
we do not try to be an authentic leader so smart make... yeah no no you're making such an important point here and i often say this uh, that we look but we do not see it's like water we can look at an ocean and we might only see the sun rays hitting the water and the water glistening but water within itself has so much of a life it takes in so much and still remains calm and still yeah. when a leader um is not trying to look smart but is really uh, grounded you know within their self uh, when they are human to admit when they are making mistakes i think that's the point that you are really making and you know uh, you're touching upon something very deep here to me which is that there is a depth in leadership in terms of not looking energetic but being energetic not looking smart but being smart not looking concentrated but being concentrated it it is a very very fundamental concept in my view about being something not looking something right because then we, people see that there is depth they don't just look at the persona which you have tried to create for the outside world how does the concept of energy play here in your view um, manish energy is such a vast concept i find it intriguing we study it we look at practicing it but it's such a vast concept what to you is energy what to you is chi what do you think how do you think the leadership connects or even uh, uh, you know uh, anybody for that matter a leader or uh, um, uh, you know a, a follower um, you know uh, irrespective of professions anybody how does energy speak to people and how does a leadership's energy can speak to people in these times and do elaborate on chi and other some of these areas i want our listeners to hear from you uh, on your um, from your knowledge and experience of uh, energy as a concept itself i think ravish you are more expert on uh, on energy you are doing the tai chi uh, i can i am a very basic uh, person on mindfulness and i can relate energy with mindfulness you know it's where it says uh, your energy flow wherever your emotions your emotion flows wherever your energy goes it's other way around and uh, it's very common that you seen that your energy is actually chopped into small small pieces the way of your attentions are diverted like you are one time doing something and another time doing something so your energy is divided like in tai chi you put an energy into one typical move with one single thought uh and that what has happened uh, being authentic when i say uh when you are emotionally uh, intelligent then you being true to yourself you being open with others you being honest doing right thing and ability to empathize and listen to others with one single thought of being well being of common well being a social well being a pro social behavior not the well being of my own end of the day or my top line and bottom line it's not what will you get as a top line bottom line you will not be remember what top line and bottom line you kept but how you dealt with your people that the way you will be remembered in time to come you will never be remembered what turnovers have you done what profitability would you able to get it but how you dealt with your people i think that will be remembered and you will be in history because of that the practice of mindfulness gives you awareness to measure and manage that how you are living your life it teaches you to pay attention to that particular moment of and recognize your feeling and emotion especially when you are facing that high stressful situation when you are mindful you are aware of your presence 
the way you impact other people you are able to observe and practice each moment and recognize the implication of your action not on a short term but also on a long term basis it also prevent you from slipping into life and pulls you away from your values you understand these are my values i stand on it even at a difficult situation i don't have to compromise i remember somebody asked uh, uh, his holiness dalai lama how can i become an authentic leader and he says one must practice meditation and mindfulness daily okay. <laughs> why he said that because you being first value you have to understand is your mindfulness being aware what is happening and the beautiful part is that the leader who practice authentic leadership style are the first who get benefit not the others but most of the time we think being authentic will helping others no it's if you see closely mindfulness is all about being in present with your experience what you are doing what you are thinking if that is not sync means your mind is saying something while you are doing something else will put you out of balance out of sync completely and if you are trying to do uh, to be someone else hmm, what happens when you are under stress you are neither with yourself nor with that person and you will break down under this friction with your so own true. self so true you know you quoted uh, dalai lama and um, the uh, i have written uh, recently on this the 28th uh, buddha was a indian prince who gave up everything bodhi dharma who then went to china and uh, he started spreading the message of buddhism uh, and there's a very interesting story uh, around it and that story goes that um, and uh, this was a prince a warrior prince who had taken on buddhism and then uh, constituted the title of the 28th buddha uh, from his from the 27th and when he took 3 years to travel to china he attended a gathering there buddhism had already spread to china at that time to a certain extent so he sat in a gathering which was being addressed by a ex uh, army general of the chinese army who had taken to buddhism and that general was sitting and he had his followers sitting and he was preaching and he was saying things and bodhidharma just sat listening and kept nodding his head and the general after 5 10 minutes seeing this fellow nodding the head the way he was got very irritated and took his beads mala as we call it and hit bodhidharma on his face knocking out two of his teeth bodhidharma did not say anything he just smiled and he just walked his way it is a long story but i will summarize this that later the general saw the powers of bodhidharma and went to him and wanted to be his disciple and he much later even though bodhidharma did not agree one day asked him how do i get my mind at peace how do i find peace in my mind and bodhidharma is known to have told him bring your mind here and it will be at peace amazing that story left an impression on me and in buddhism in my you know there is a certain emptiness that has been celebrated which is no thought and if i look at the eight uh, you know noble paths in enlightenment in buddhism they talk about right intention right thought and so there are multiple things but what is in your view you know take an example maybe a story and share us with our listeners something about intention which to me is so important like you said energy flows where attention goes um 
give us an anecdote or a story from your life or you know the people that you work with over a couple of decades now of intention and how it has really transformed somebody's life and and our our listeners hence can i'm sure draw a lot of inspiration from your words and the story uh, that you could share with us anything that displays intention to me that's a very powerful word but that to me is also something that is not understood really well by people so do 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 um, uh, share your wisdom here uh, manish uh i think devish uh, uh, what you made a point uh, is is very true uh, most of the time our values uh, are plays a very very important role uh, if we connect with our values we know what is a value we have and we stand on those values there are chances that uh, we are creating a psychological safety for our own self both from maslow spoke about the hierarchical pyramid of uh, uh, and there he talks about the psych- physiological need and after that he talks about safety and i speak that you know the safety is that today the most of the people are provided for especially the leaders they don't have to worry about their physical needs or psycho physiological needs but then when they come to the safety they are very feel unsafe most of the time mm-hmm. uh, because they feel always challenged their position may be taken they are uh, they are not fit for the jobs probably they are not fit for the challenge so they themselves do not feel this is my 25 years of work experience where i feel even at the top level the the bosses are very unsafe they constantly feel threatened they feel they will lose job they will lose reputation they constantly some fear is all the time they have they do not feel safe and the leader who is not feeling safe himself can imaginably bring safety net to the the people he is leading can a unsafe pilot uh, can bring safety to a plane can unsafe crew Uh, feeling themselves unsafe can give calm down to the people who are in a turmoil or in a plane a rocking plane possibly not because it's not only a, a safety doesn't show as a physical aspect but it's largely a mental aspect most of the time we have seen people in covid the people who have died are basically panicked because they are not breathing properly and people who are able to to deal with that situation more uh, more with resilience uh with more feeling that they are feeling safer probably would have able to save saved because their uh, uh their inner systems were supporting their external system was supporting and you feel safe similarly in organization in under leadership one have chances to perform better you know i'm telling you this if you try an organizations where the leaders are uh, uh, where you feel making feel people safe people valued and genuinely feeling the other other people important you know rather than belittling them ridiculing them and constantly leaving them putting a command control over the people uh you put them give them that that feel of safety they will thrive and this is my i will like to to share that you know and it's the intention which works what is my intention my intention when i light the lamp in on on the way it's not only it will lit my path but it will lit the path of others but primarily oh. it will lit my path first oh, very nice very nice now that is beautiful and um, you know i have practiced uh, uh, various sports and areas uh, in my life and um, uh, one of the things that i learned later 
not in the initial stages when i used to learn martial arts was it was more offense or defense that you can defend yourself and even today when you speak with somebody they talk about what belt you are on whether you can uh, you know score a win or you can defend yourselves and the beauty is that the sport of martial arts has the word arts as a suffix art is has a certain poetry beauty it has rumi in it and um, art is there in a rumi so to speak so when i look at martial arts i realize much later and that's an example personal example of when we look but we do not see martial arts were never meant to strike somebody to fight somebody the purpose of martial arts historically from the ancient times is to win the biggest fight that goes on within an individual the fight that is going on inside of me and those martial arts and even qigong for which you know of which i have been a practitioner really gets you to uh, accomplish that fight to raise your level of feeling to tap into the universal source of life energy the energy that moves every plant every animal that is moving our audiences hearts that are moving our bodies right now and are able to connect that with our internal source of energy so i know there is a both a spiritual physical mental emotional angle to it how would you suggest uh, what would you recommend uh, manish to our listeners out there whether they are ceos whether they are ips officers whether you are a common you know person an office goer whether you are a corporate uh, executive artist painter anything to a human being for their life to bring mindfulness into their lives what would be a few things you as a mindfulness expert and somebody who's led that dialogue across india and internationally what would be your recommendations for our listeners uh i think uh, the first of all that my suggestion for people would be that one is the number one quality is that living in the moment concentrate on what needs to be done today and understand that not everything is problem to solve okay we address life as a problem we are solving okay also there is no need to require your 100% energy and, and attention on everything possibly gather your information prioritize it accordingly okay everything is not a problem so what are the we see constantly life as a problem and happiness as a solution we constantly keep fighting with problem and keep running after the the happiness and we get yeah. neither, neither of them problems yeah. are endless and happiness is never catchable okay second i would like to give that take a mindful breaks step away even if for 5 minutes just clear your mind there is a interesting technique called pomodoro which is it is italian style of a tomato uh, timer you can fix it for about 10 minutes which helps you to renew your concentration that's what your chi you talk about your energy because you constantly do not engage your uh, concentration on multiple thing because you tend to engage in one and then then start to deplete your energy third thing which i wanted to which i put a point earlier that happiness is not a destination to reach most of the time we feel only if i have that car only if i have that person to marry only if i have that position to have i will be happy yeah happiness can be found in every moment probably absolutely 
absolutely but we are constantly running after to catch something it's always we will that's an unreachable destination it's not a destination you know happiness will never ever be a destination because it is always will be in the future and nobody has seen future ever okay absolutely no this is amazing you know the points that you made today i'm sure will benefit our listeners you spoken about how to allow for things because everybody is in a rush to you know we are all in a rush to do things so to allow for life to happen and life is not segregated not separate from work so thank you so much uh, manish to for sharing your wisdom our listeners tuned in can access this podcast not just on spotify but on apple and multiple other locations we will also be publishing this uh, on our linkedin platform do visit uh, mr manish pehel on his linkedin and mindfulness uh, india summit uh, page to know more thank you once again manish for taking out time today thank you ravish for this wonderful conversation uh, it was completely enlightening to listen your stories i thoroughly enjoyed it my pleasure you have a great day ahead and to the listeners tuned in adios bye bye